GMGM, everyone, the GVG people of Web3, that is basically the way how we do it here in Web3 space in Europe. As always, I'm happy to have everyone on a weekly episode of Origins XYZ, the Web3 show about the origins of the biggest OGs in this space with, you know, this European spirit. And today was also Asian touch. We're live every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Paris. As you can see, we have a, a bit difference today. This is for very specific reasons that we're going to talk in a moment. I'm your host, Nikki, and as always, this is a kind reminder for you that this space will be recorded, so you'll have a chance to listen to this amazing conversation. Nevertheless, make sure that you share this space with your friends and family, because we are live, and I'm really happy to have Puke Cast here today with me to give an overview of what is happening on their side, to give an overview of what is happening on Web3 Asia. As Maeve just said, unfortunately, Puke himself is not going to join us today, so we're giving, sending a huge shout out and all the hugs to Puke. Nevertheless, we have Maeve and we have Santo, Jam Jam guys, once again. GMGM, I'm excited. I uh, I just uh, spoke to Santo briefly. I think uh, two 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 days, two three days, two two three nights ago, and uh, yeah, I'm excited to catch up with everybody again. I think like all three of us here, and uh, I just want to do a quick shout out to the audience: Dan, Forza, Coconut, Chuck, like uh, these lads. They uh they they're regulars on our spaces as well, and uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm a joy to uh, Mr. Santo, and uh, we can get this started. Let's get it started, guys. Let's share the spaces. Let's make some noise. And while more people are joining us, let's start with a question. Man, Maeve, what's going on on your side? You just said that you had the massive Q3 on behalf of the whole Pew cast. Let me know what was happening to both of you guys. Oh, man. Whew. So uh, I think like ever since we uh, kind of like stepped foot into polygon and uh, we did purple corn there was a q3 and uh i mean like that that took uh that took quite some time two two and a half months in total uh did really good polygon team very happy and not and uh after that we were at kbw and token 2049 uh, first time for me i think second time token for puke and uh i don't know it was just uh first first real i guess like uh web3 conference right like vibes high, events were popping. I don't know, man. Like every event I went to, uh, food was good, drinks were good, uh, location was great, and uh, I just like first like had this uh, first hand experience with Web three events. It was it was amazing, man. Then uh, like for me at least uh, a few, well I'll be most likely be one of the uh, moderators. While I'm the media partner, well we Pewcast will be the media partner for Eve Hong Kong. We're finalizing on that. And then, uh, yeah, I'll be most likely I'll be there from uh, Eve Hong Kong, which is the twenty fourth, upwards to eight fest week, which is uh, probably the sixth or the seventh of November. And uh, yeah, right after that, we will be planning PinCon, which is uh, an extension of uh, PurpleCon, right? In uh, in partnerships with Mochaverse. Uh, if you all don't know, Mochaverse is the uh, PFP project and also L one social fly, social fly layer for any Mocha brands. So yeah, Ooh, that's a mouthful, man. Quite quite a few things happening. <laughs> Crazy things happening on your side. The first thing that you just mentioned, 
is in real life event and i know that you had a couple of those and i know that you're having even more till the end of this year to finish it strong man here with us how was korea how was korean blockchain week because i know that big part of Radio family was there. I know that Farouk himself was there. I know that both Ovi, Mando were also attending. How was it? Because it seemed massive. I'm really thinking about coming next year uh, as one of the top destinations. Yo, dude, uh, KBW was amazing. Uh, people great, food good, place great. I don't know, everything about Korea was really nice. Uh, I think like the only... The only thing is uh, when it comes to like uh, peak hours, it, it becomes really difficult to find cabs. And uh, I think like even, I think they're called, they're not train stations, so probably like their MRTs or LRTs become a bit tricky, right, to, to basically just move around. So I think uh, next year, obviously, when we plan our events, we probably would want to avoid either like we go super early or like we kind of just uh, anticipate like maybe like an hour-ish of uh, travel distance although like realistically speaking most uh most events are probably like 20 30 minutes apart but yeah other than that no everything about it was really good and uh for me at least i uh a lot of uh game five related builders uh infrastructure this time for me at least uh, my, my focus was like meeting more game developers and uh, anybody that's building game five related infrastructure but again like uh to, to answer your question KBW was amazing. The Rock Radio event was lit. Shout out to Nana. She uh, she organized the event. It was really, really good. Yeah, I think overall, like KBW, I'll definitely be uh, going back next year. Santo, did you go to KBW yourself? Santo, can you hear us? Santo? Yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, I wasn't, I wasn't there. I was... Um with uh, many of the same events as you, I believe, in, Mi- in Milano and uh, in Paris. Uh, so it's the first time we, we speak to each other, so that's cool. But yeah, I was... Uh... <laughs> Have I met you in person? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you were saying, we've been attending. We... Have I met you in person? So first, the first event, I think, was uh, at Bresix in Milano, but I had to... I was stuck like in the traffic for a long time, so I only had like 15 minutes uh, at, the, at the event. Then I had to take my, my plane. So unfortunately, I couldn't stay. Just uh, uh, passed by to to say hi to a few people. And in Paris, we I was at uh, at Monier. Um, what do we have? Well, I also did the, digital fashion week. Yeah, digital fashion yeah. week. Yeah, uh, and also in Milano, there was the super cool event Banana Corp, uh, organized uh, around Web three, uh, transparency, supply chain, all these topics with really uh, great leaders in in fashion. Uh, Ariadne, I think Gucci, some great uh, brands. So the first event in Milano, which you're referring to, it was the event that I was organizing together with Oscar Green and Dressex, as I'm a part of Dressex, were partnering with us to bring through Web3 event. I know that Hugh and Maeve were messaging me about this event. It was a blast. It was a blast for people coming from uh, fashion scene, it's really sad that you had to leave earlier, but I hope that you enjoyed the event. I hope that you enjoyed the uh, digital fashion week that was happening in 
Paris and uh, yeah man nice to hear from you and I hope that uh, we see each other in person very very soon yeah I hope so uh, it was super cool event we didn't have even the time to, to have a, a Prosecco but it will be for, for next time and um, also perhaps we'll talk about it uh, later but we, we have a project coming soon on, on Dre6 uh, we'll make an announcement probably next next week but we have a, a footwear project coming soon with them. Wow, this is dope because I'm the guy who is checking Dressix Twitter. So whenever the announcement is live out there, whenever we have the big news, I'll make sure to make some noise around it. So you got my word. <laughs> Nave, I want to come back to you just before we dive deeper into the whole conversation. Definitely, Santo, let's come back to Milan, not just by discussing it today, but actually by seeing each other for Milan Fashion Week in February. Maeve, I want to come back to you to discuss the topic of events. I do believe the last time we had the conversation about half a year ago, we agreed with you and Pugues that... Asian Web3 ecosystem is growing during the bear market. A lot of a lot of strong, solid projects are coming from Asia and Asian ecosystem of people, people who have vision, people who have money, people who are full to this space are growing together with us. So the question I want to ask you is about in real life event. You just had KBW out there a month ago. And I know that there is a lot of more events happening in Singapore, events happening in the Philippines. What is the, let's put this way, what is the biggest and most significant in terms of values that it brings event when it comes to Asian Web3? Purely your opinion. Oh, man. Uh, So I think to add a bit of context, for me, at least, like uh, I'm very new to like Web three, uh, I guess like Web three conferences slash events and whatnot, right? I think I've been to a couple of smaller ones uh, locally. You know, they're they're really nice, and then uh, like I don't know, KBW is just like a whole beast by itself. So like I know like both you and Santo, dude, like uh, I I'm envious, man. Like you you have moderated, uh, organized, advised so many fashion events. Like dude, you're basically like go to this point. And I can only assume that Santo will probably uh, follow in your footsteps or like have his own programs as well, right? Because both of you are very much so in the fashion industry, right? And well, probably most definitely leading the Web3 fashion scene as well. And uh, I think I still don't really have a definite answer why like uh, Asia is just like popping. Because now like after studying or like learning a bit more about like what's happening, it's madness right now. Like So right I think towards the end of Token 2049, there was Philippine Blockchain Week, right? And I think um, at probably the same time, it was uh, Japan Gaming Convention, which is, well, that, that has happened very, very long ago. Uh, it's been, or technically, it's been going on, I think, four or five or even six years, uh, most likely uh, that long. And uh, right after that, I, I know Western site is uh, popping quite a bit, right? Uh, well, Western and uh, Middle Eastern, right? Istanbul. I know obviously Zebu is happening right now. I probably pronounced that wrongly. Please uh, correct me. And uh, I know Barcelona is going to have a big one. Mexico. 
yeah, there's there's just like a couple of uh, there's a couple of others happening, but on the Asian side, I know. Are you, are you planning to come to any of those European ones? Because it's been half in a year since I'm trying to get you and peak here in Europe. I know that it's <laughs> pain in us for you to come there, just like it's pain in us for us European people to come to Asia because of time difference, between, because of this crazy, crazy ticket prices to get out there. I mean, flight ticket. But like once you are here, you start feeling a little different environment, different culture. So is there a plan for you in the near future to come to Europe? Yo, to be honest, definitely, man. I feel like... <sighs> the mouth is coming. I, 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 I am, well, we, we definitely plan to so I think one of the things, I think, I, I guess like, uh, I actually probably want to pick both of your brains because the one thing that I noticed being to both KBW and uh, Token 249, the majority of the events actually don't have live coverage, which is uh, very fascinating to me. I know uh, Zeta, what's it called? Zeta Blockchain, they have uh, this this uh, this event, uh, which is Dapp Connect in, uh, to sync with Istanbul's uh, event right now. They like apparently have many people that will be covering it live, but I think on the Asian side, not many people cover it. So me and Pew, uh, because we're going to Hong Kong, we we are offering live coverage services, and uh, well, it's just like uh, our, our way of like trying out live coverage as well, and also well to to pay to pay the flight tickets and accommodation, because I think uh, we're not at that level of uh, getting invited to fly over yet. Unfortunately, hope I hope we get there even sooner, but yes. Yes, yes. If it would be up to me, I would freaking invite you to all of these events because one thing that you guys continue proving is that you are willing to learn about the whole space. You are willing to innovate. You are willing to grow and move as quickly as the space moves. So I will make sure that I have the official invitation to you to come in Milan next Milan Fashion Week and if me being out there is not enough for you there is another reason Santo coming to <laughs> Milan is your second reason so I hope that you guys make it either here in Paris which is basically the Web3 hub in Europe or in London or in Milan but we'll absolutely make it happen but coming back to my question what would be your pick for Asian events because I feel like Korean Blockchain Week proved itself to be if not the strongest then one of the strongest global web3 events for sure because there is so much that nft digits that blockchain believers that newcomers can find during one week of events okay all right right i i agree with whatever you said i, I kind of uh sideways a little bit but i think it's just Damn, dude, you put me on the spot, man. I actually don't have an answer. Because when KBW, during KBW at least, there weren't many NFT, uh, what's it called, events, right? As compared to Token, you know, we got the Azuki. Well, this time at least, like a lot of uh, NFT events. And like KBW for me was a lot of uh, GameFi. Uh, when I say GameFi, it includes like, you know, VC, infrastructure, you know, uh, on-ramp, off-ramp solutions, you know, everything related to game very very much so everything related to game. So it, it was kind of like a different scope. For me, like uh, if I say KBW, uh, what, what makes KBW so interesting? I'm pretty certain it's just like the, the liquidity in uh, Korea itself. It's just very, very, uh, what's it called? What's the word? Very, very attractive for investors 
and also I guess retail. Just sort of like you know, everybody's just kind of there, networking with one another and making more things happen. Feels really logic. Feels really good to me, man. I guess we set the context for our discussion here today. I know that a lot is happening in Asia, just like a lot is happening here in Europe, and sometimes it's really challenging to be everywhere at the right time, at the right place, just to follow what is happening in this fastly changing Fab3 space. So the reason we're having these spaces today is to give some insights to people whether Web3 is dying or not. If it's not dying, what are the trends? What are the things that are happening during this bear market? Because one thing that I mentioned before, Asia is thriving. Asia is growing so strong, specifically during bear market. I have such a huge respect for the whole Web3 Asian market in the last year, year with a half. So this is exactly what I want to discuss with you here today. Man, you gave us some updates on what is happening on your side. So let's dive deeper. Let's find out why Asia is doing so well and what is next for you as a PewCast member? What is next for the whole Web3 Asian space? Whew. All right, all right. There's a lot to unpack. I'm going to get right into it. So I don't have a definite answer why Asia is booming right now. But for me, uh, from my observation at least, there's a lot of money that's been that is ready to put there's a lot of oh my god my grammar today there's basically money in asia and like uh, investors in asia are ready to put their money where their mouth is sounds a bit weird but yes they're ready to invest basically and uh, from that it just like kind of stem towards all these other events actually right after this uh, my spaces this is probably my ice breaking question man I also want to check in with everybody because there's just like too many events this quarter, which is insane. Like I never knew Q4 was, was madness. Like we probably could be like touring literally week to week and we we probably like, you know, end of it, we're just like done. Like too many events, too many events happening. And uh, to, to answer, so that, that that's kind of uh, my take on why like Asia is kind of booming right now. Uh, as for what we have planned with uh, Rock Radio Asia, uh, I think we're finalizing the details, but very much so, I think the next step is to most definitely expand into other regions as well, well, other countries as well, right? So very much so, you know, our rock radio ethos, you know, uh, empowering other other sub-communities via language. So I think uh, the few immediate ones that we are working on, you know, Thailand, uh, Japan, uh, Vietnam is in the works as well. Uh, there's probably two more, but yeah, I'm going to stop at these three. And yeah, very much so just like uh, growing our uh, our presence in uh, in APAC regions. Man, you said that you have no idea why that Asian space is growing, but I have a very straightforward answer to you right from the beginning of our spaces. It's because of people like you. People who, as I already mentioned, are willing to learn, willing to build, willing to connect with others. And one of the ways how you do so is by having your PewCast, having your now already daily Twitter spaces. Can we talk about it 
for just a bit because man i remember how you were starting with your weekly shows and you were having a couple of shows per week now it's basically daily show i feel like at one point of time it will be not enough for you so there will be a morning gm or bg show for you guys and there will be a night show for you and i'm actually waiting for this to happen till next time i have on my spaces in another half in a year what is happening with pewcast how are you growing that fast what has changed in your vision guys oh man i think uh, in terms of vision we we haven't changed you know we very much so want to build and provide a platform for apac builders to just come on uh, say their part share their story share their progress basically a platform literally a platform for them to just speak up it's uh, very much so uh, nothing too amazing but we definitely want to lead this charge because uh, we we identified that there's not many platforms that allow for we DGENs to speak on, Asian APEC DGENs to speak on at least. So yeah, that's uh, our, our mission. We we have yet to change. I think one of the main things was uh, we also took quite some time to really find our, uh, I guess, find our groove, right? Now uh, we've got a really, we, we've got a much uh, stronger family uh, that supports us, right? You know, even uh, right here, I see Chuck, Coconut and uh, Forza, you know, his homies, they, they are the ones that make this work. And uh, I think it was towards uh, also like, I think second quarter where we switched it up instead of daily spaces. So funny enough, we used to do daily spaces, right? Monday to Friday. And <laughs> we decided to switch it up, right? Change our format. When we did that, we had two spaces, right? Which is uh, considered our pilot shows right now, right? Wednesday, Mahjong Sessions for Asian Builders and Thursday, Hotbox, which is for IP and brand building. But like very quickly after that, you know, we felt like it was a bit too little, and then we kind of like dabbled with uh, Polygon, which translated to two shows. It's supposed to be one show, but then we kind of felt not enough because we had the Pushing P show and then like the Polygon Invasion show. And that kind of like turned into just a Monday show right now, right? After we did PurpleCon. So like Tuesday for us is uh, more of like blue chip experimental stuff. Technically, it's called Profit Power Hour. So we talk about um, money making trends or profit trends. But yeah, that's something like uh, very much so on the experiment side of things. And uh, yeah, I think ever since we did that, maybe, well, uh, thankfully, like people like it a whole lot more. And that's just kind of like how we, we scaled our, our spaces. And uh, we were always on the lookout of, uh, of ways to improve our spaces. That's for sure. It is uh, very much so. I think uh, being part of Rock Radio Fam, it is, our, it is our first and foremost thing that our spaces continues to grow. And if you ask me, you are doing amazing. I know that you have daily giveaways. I know that you try to connect with as many different communities as possible. You have representatives of different industries. You are trying to identify what is the next trend, what is the next aha uh -huh for Web3 space. I see that Santo is actively reacting. Santo, I know that you are also supporting PewCast maven puke in general what do you have to say about them constantly building and constantly delivering through their twitter spaces so i love their their space i think the first time um i uh i was connected to uh, mave was uh through uh reg radio uh ecosystem so we i did it on on the french uh reg radio then i met uh mave 
uh, and so super cool uh, concept i also loved the um, purple con i think it was uh, on a weekend and it was the longest uh, twitter space i ever done <laughs> i don't even remember how much time was it uh, made 30 hours across two days 30 hours <laughs> that was crazy i think i did like 10 hours at the end uh, i didn't know where i was uh, <laughs> it was crazy so no uh, super cool uh, super cool guys uh, always supporting them and um, can't wait to see uh, what's coming uh, next so one thing is for sure community is here to stay and the more of these connections relevant connections you can build during the bear market the easier it will be in the upcoming years when the bull is back so we covered the topic of communities as far as i remember mave you partner with polygon and you started this new journey with purple color a bit more than half in a year from now Shall we dive a bit deeper to discuss Polygon community and why PewCast, why you, Maeve, are on Polygon and how it helps you to understand this Web3 space in from a different way? Yeah, I think I'll start with like why, why we decided to dabble with Polygon. So I think GameFi especially, right, we've been seeing a lot of news, you know, a lot of uh, AAA developers, uh, either building on Polygon or migrating to Polygon. And uh, it's always just been like at the back of uh, my head, right? But, you know, we very much so were doing daily spaces. They don't really have much time to dabble with it. And then, uh, yeah, like uh, second quarter, we decided to switch up our shows. So immediately from five shows, we did two shows. And then we had, I definitely felt like it's a bit too little. And then I was like, yo, why don't we try Polygon, right? Since uh, we've always wanted to experiment with a game five specific show, since you know that's probably the trend moving forward, yeah, that was kind of like how we decided. Okay, uh, let's do this, right? So we did it. Uh, we obviously started with uh, NFT projects first, right? You know, and uh, if anything, like Polygon communities are really, really warm and welcoming. The the vibe was, and I used the word vibe was really, really good. Like everybody was just like nice, warm. You know, uh, you, you, you meet a lot of other builders. Kind of feels like pre, uh, pre or like bull period NFT, NFT community. So, you know, everybody's just like there, supporting each other. A lot, a lot of, uh, a lot, a lot of love, to be honest. And uh, one thing led to another. I think at that time, like, Ordinals was a massive thing, right? And, uh, you know, I was just like orange everywhere. So then Puke was like, yo, let's push P. I was like, push P? Put P for purple, P for polygon. I was like, yeah, let's push P. I was like, okay, 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 let's do it. And then uh, we, uh, we we contacted everybody we knew, and then uh, we did like a, a mega. Uh, I think it was like a three-hour space. Uh, I think pretty much like ninety-five or ninety-seven percent of the NFT communities all came together, and yeah, we did like a very nice three-hour space. Then uh, from that, uh, one thing led to another again. Then we decided to organize a purple con. To like really shout out Polygon to other other communities. Well, at that point of time, it was uh, very much so focused on like the Eve creators and Eve communities as well. And uh, yeah, it's kind of a TLDR why we decided to venture into Polygon and why we stayed as well. 
is Polygon family supporting you as much as you them? Because I see that they're also coming to your Twitter spaces. I know that uh, you know them in real life. So how much does it help you to understand, once again, I'll repeat myself, but three space from a different perspective? Because Polygon has its own community. Polygon has its own vision that is different from Ethereum, that is different from any other blockchain out there, which is a very strong community. And I do believe that during the next bull market, NFTs on Polygon will be one of the top ones, one of the most demanding ones because of efficiency and costless way how you can get those. So what is your vision for integrating Polygon in all of your future activities? Whew, man, you, you definitely uh, leveled up. I mean, like, you're already amazing, but I see, like, you definitely had a lot more experience, man. Sheesh, these questions, man, these questions. I, I figured by now you throw more questions to Santo, but all right, all right. <laughs> okay, um, I, for me at least, Polygon will most definitely be a long-lasting, well, I hope will be a very long-lasting uh, segment that me and Puke continue to always cover, and I very much so believe that we will be. Is uh, again like Polygon is how we also uh, get, I guess, as much as we give knowledge, we also get knowledge from uh, from fellow DGens as well about what's happening in the Polygon space. And uh, quite a number has happened, in fact. Um, that That's, uh, thankfully, that's something that we're going to be doing on the long term. And uh, to answer your question, very much so will be a long-lasting program. Because uh, I think Polygon builders are not stopping. If anything, Polygon builders are consistently still building and continue to keep building and building. So uh, that's uh, that's really amazing to to see, to be honest. Talking about consistently building and building, I just had to have this conversation with you, Rag Radio, right? Rag Radio is partially the reason why we connected with all of you. Rag Radio is partially the reason how we joined this space and Rag Radio has been quietly but constantly building in the last quarter, in the last half of a year. I know that bear market is not easy for everyone, but I know that Rag Radio is constantly evolving. Internally, the team has grown for even three times. Internally, we have more creators coming and joining us. Internally, you have seen that there is a completely different structure of content, different way of reaching the audience, which I absolutely love. I want to talk about your journey with Rag Radio, how it has evolved throughout the time from the moment you joined Rag Radio almost a year ago till the moment we're here, we're now. How was it? What what has it been? What have it been? Has it been for both you and Puke evolving through this Web three space through the lens of Frog Radio? Wow, man! These questions, these questions, man! Fire, fire, fire! I'm a, I'm gonna send truckloads of flowers to you, man, because these questions are on point. So, for for me at least, I've seen Rock Radio grown uh, significantly. I think as we have been finding our way, you know, like tweaking our shows, uh, finding a better format or structure. Uh, Rock Radio has been doing it as well. Because uh, I think this space forces us to be innovative. And uh, with uh, Rock Radio Korea, you know, that really showed that 
the rock radio team is like re- re- readily, uh, readily to expand into APEC, right, or Asia specifically. And uh, this really marks like their, their understanding of the market trends. And uh, if anything, uh, we, we do know the rock radio team, they are very, very fast on their feet as well, right? They, they, understand, they understand trends very well, right? You can see like from the, the many, many guest speakers that come onto rock radio show, and like when I say the many many is like I think at this point in time it's uh, it's not even it's not even an understatement like who can the rock radio team not get you know like who can they not get I I I feel like everybody and anybody that is trending will be on the rock radio show uh, one way or the other and like when I say one way or the other it's probably like within the few days that they are trending and uh, that shows like they are. The capabilities, the capabilities of the team, and how well they are able to convey their mission and message to other creators as well. That's the exact message that I wanted to share with everyone who is listening to us here today. Rock Radio has been there for a long time. We actually just celebrated uh, two years of creation of the page, creation of. Radio Twitter account not that long ago. I do believe that there is a long way for all of us to grow in the space, to understand the space. And one of the way is by learning from some of the very best. And I do believe that just looking at you guys, just looking at some other creators out there, it's clear for me that Drag Radio is here to deliver, to grow. Uh, so just wanted to give a huge shout out to our family and uh, with that being said I would love to continue our conversation of that three Asian space we discussed communities we discussed technology through the lens of Polygon and you joining the purple team what else is happening in Asia right now you mentioned events I do believe that gaming is as strong as it was before, what is your take on Web3 gaming? What is your take on the role of Metaverse in it? I think for games, there's too too much happening right now. I am, uh, I'm trying to catch up. I know like uh, Rudy and the team from Surgeons and a couple of other homies that I've uh, met and connected with in Korea, like they are very, very deep into gaming. So I'm definitely playing catch up with gaming, to be honest. That's why I think uh, these these events have allowed me to connect with them and allowed me to share a whole lot more. Uh, I guess like uh, to to share a little bit since uh, you know we have Santo right here, like uh, Bape, the clothing brand, they're they're one of our sponsors, and uh, they have very much so done an amazing job. Well. Uh, amazing in the sense that like uh, they've begun a whole lot more of uh, community reactivation strategies, right? Uh, the more recent one during the Rakuten week, they basically sent five of their uh, community, five of the winners of their communities to Japan. They flew them in and then allowed them to join the Rakuten event, right? On top of that, they were also allowed to visit uh, this thing called Bape Land. So <laughs> Bape Land is basically you think of it as like. A resort for Bape, so everything is like it's a museum. There's uh, there's activities, there's merch. Everything is just like super super exclusive. And apparently, Hong Kong has one, which I I'm trying to see whether we can uh, go there and check it out as well. 
but yeah, I think Asian uh, Asian builders are doing a lot of uh, are doing a lot behind the scenes. They may not be as loud, but like quietly, they are doing a lot. And I think when time is right, like these efforts will certainly be highlighted even further. Do you feel like the next bull market, specifically when it comes to Web3 part of it, not crypto, but Web3, NFTs, gaming, metaverse, will come from Asian ecosystem, will come from some projects produced and coming from Asia, or do you think it's too early to say anything like this? Oh man, I, I think it's too early to say. I, I don't even know right now, because... <sighs> As much as like, you know, there, there are many... Are, are we seeing a bull market? Are we seeing a bull market anytime soon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I don't know. I think the, the narrative is like uh, leading towards like Q, like the early Q2 next year with like uh, half, the happening and also like uh, the ETFs. Just kind of like everybody is like looking forward to that. So uh, I don't think that it will come specifically from Asia. But yeah, very very much so. I think uh, I I feel I feel the the best thing about the market condition right now is that people are not actually talking about floor price, right? They actually you know it, it, the 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 builders are the ones that are remaining. So you know they are they're talking about yo, uh, what can we do together instead of like oh like your floor price is up or down, right? Everybody any conversation that I had with anyone, it's what can we do together. How can we how can we do things together? Are we a good fit to do anything together? Everything is like how are we gonna keep building together? So yeah, vibes are very different. I'm excited. I'm very very excited. I'm really happy to hear this narrative of what we can do together to grow together. It's not about one individual. It's not about one project. It's about the whole space succeeding the whole space growing and talking about i have some background noise out here talking about the whole space succeeding i do believe one of the industries that performs the best perhaps a bit biased opinion but also if you look at the stats it will be there it's fashion i talk about i'm talking about digital fashion i'm talking about fashion industry that allows traditional brands to innovate whether it will be through blockchain whether it will be through web3 and i would love to hear santa's take on digital fashion and in which direction is it moving so i totally agree with you nikki i think uh, that even if the investments dried a bit uh, on web3 startups uh, what we see on uh, the brand side is that brands, uh, even the most, uh, the biggest ones, the luxury brands, they are still investing in uh, in the technology to find new utilities, uh, to bring a better customer experience, uh, also for their operations, just to have like a better, uh, more transparent supply chain, for example. So I would say that at an uh, international level, uh, one of the most uh, uh, better growing industries is in web3 uh, would be the fashion one uh, for sure and it's not only uh yeah it's really at the international level so i guess that's fine i would say that for the next bull run uh gaming and fashion uh would probably need uh the the, the space uh, 
Well, that's my take. And one thing that perhaps is missing on the gaming side is that we don't uh, have this cross uh, cross events where you have a lot of uh, mainstream uh, mainstream people, mainstream brands or companies that will try to build the bridge between uh, uh, those uh, ecosystems. In in fashion, you have a lot of uh, digital fashion events where you don't have a lot of you have like fashion people who are really focused on fashion, but you have also web three people who will come and discuss about the project. So you have this kind of bridge where perhaps you don't have this in other uh, in the other sectors. What are you the most excited right now in fashion, in digital fashion space? So you mentioned in real life events, you mentioned people who are in this space. What makes you so bullish on digital fashion and fashion industry in general when it comes to technology? So I guess it's the interactivity, the experience, visual experience that you can have in, in shows. And I wasn't there, but I, from what I heard and what I saw on Instagram, the Amsterdam event was completely crazy. Uh, so I would love to see more of that and see more uh, blurry lines between the physical and, and digital world in fashion. This is uh, the kind of thing that I would love to, to see. And a lot of AR too, I guess. And I know that AR, VR, 3D designing, this is also something that you do yourself. This is something that you support yourself. So let's take a moment to talk about all this technological advancement and tools that allow digital fashion to become real, that become physical, that become worldwide fashion. Which tools are you the most passionate about when it comes to digital fashion? And which tools do you believe people are talking the least at this very right moment, which will be something big in the future? Uh, so we can talk about uh, Claude3D uh, that has been uh, recently um, part of the, the Epic Games uh, group. Um, so it's one of the most used uh, software for creating uh, digital fashion uh, items or fashion items, uh, as simple as that. And you have also like some other tools like Gravity Sketch uh, that allows you to design in VR really easily. Um, it's not that easy to, 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 to learn, but it's easier than Blender, for example, and it's really more like sculpting. So it's really, uh, I think, more approachable. And on this side, um, it's become easier and easier to go from like digital prototyping to, to physical. Uh, so there are now a few companies who are specialized into um, pre-sale uh, manufacturing. So they, they can do like really small batches of... Uh, of clothes and on a demand, like on demand production, um, and on our side, we're focusing a lot on 3D printed sneakers, and it's it's really easy now. Fine, you have to follow a lot of guidelines, of course, but it's easy now to go from like a concept, a sneaker concept, uh, you design it, and then you you launch, fine, you launch your printer, uh, give it uh, your, your parameters, and then you have like a physical product that will be uh, wearable and we're now specializing uh, into this into three printer sneakers uh, it's a, still a niche in footwear but it's growing and growing and now like about 80 percent of our 
projects that are focused on this 3D printed sneakers? First of all, huge congratulations to you because you guys are taking the word innovation to a whole new level. And this is something that me personally, I am bullish in this space on people who are willing to innovate, on people who are not afraid to innovate. Secondly, this is the exact way how we will manage to show that Web3 space, a digital space, is not a scam, as all these media headlines are stating right now. It's not a scam, but it's a way for you to make your creativity into something real, into something existing. And I'm extremely bullish on people like you, Santo. I'm extremely bullish on brands who are innovating. And talking about bullishness out there, Maeve, I know that something big is cooking with Babe right now. I know that Puke had to join us to talk about Babe part of Web3 as well. Unfortunately, he couldn't join, so... Man, no big pressure. Uh, now everything is on you. Uh, let's talk about Babe, because this is something new to me. This is something we haven't chatted with you for that long uh, before. What's happening with Babe? Oh, man. Babe, Babe, Babe. <laughs> so, quite a number of things. But uh, I'm going to do my best to convey it as, uh, as elegantly as I can. So the Adidas thing we saw, that was... Uh, so I just want to put out that, that like when Babe updates, I'm also in shock every time, just like Adidas. <laughs> and then the, the Babe Land thing that I was just telling you, you guys earlier, that was also like a shocker because like, just like, okay, okay, okay. Just like flew five people there, like super random. Like, okay, that happened. Uh, that, that, that happened for quite some time. Then uh, the, the Adidas merch, the Adidas shoe is actually not merch. Those were already, I think the re redemption has definitely begun. Uh, the next phase of the redemption, I believe, will be jackets. If Golden Age is here, he'll probably be able to answer that even better. And uh, the, the next thing is BAYC. That is banging. Like, what in the, you know, it's like so sudden. It's like, okay, 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 okay. We, we contacted our guy. He was like, yo, bro, uh, did you know about this? He was like, dude, I, I had ideas, but yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I couldn't obviously he couldn't share NDA and whatnot, fully understandable, and uh, yeah, so the the Bay BYC to give more context, uh, it is a merch collab, they're gonna have that that merch exclusively sold at the Ape Fest event, which is second uh, November until the fifth or fifth November, yes, two days private, one day public, that is the the most recent update from them. And then, I don't know, it's just like a couple more things with Babe. I know the Coca-Cola thing, the high snobiety, and you're just like, you know, one thing after another, you're just like banging, banging, banging. So, yeah, Babe is, uh, they're doing a lot. They're doing a lot. I think especially the, the BAYC one, like really, everybody's just like, oh, I still have my Babe, my babe diverse specifically. And uh, yeah, that's, uh, everybody's like super excited for that. So I'm also very excited. Hopefully I do. We I hopefully we get merch. Also just to let uh, Santo and uh, you Nikki know, you know anytime you guys want to send merch down to you know Asia, just like you know, 
<laughs> send send us merch. Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> but yeah, send us merch. We need more merch. Oh, we, need we, merch. We, we, we don't have merch. enough merch, man. We're gonna need more. I'm like, you know, the the Mochaverse, right? They have the uh, Mooncake Festival mooncakes for the holders. And I was like, oh, uh, I I want some, but they're like, oh, it, it expires. Like, I think last week or something. And then I was like, okay, okay, okay. Uh, uh, could we at least have the boxes? Right, so you know we could display at our studio, which we are actually finalizing the deal. That'd be pretty sweet. But yes, never, never enough merch. That's for sure. You mentioned to me before that Puke is a spokesperson for Babe. Can you elaborate a bit more on this one and what part Babe family is taking in Pukecast in your daily rag radio shows? Yeah, no problem. So. Earlier, I shared that we have four spaces, right? You know, Polygon, uh, Blue Chip, Profit, uh, Profit Trends, Asian Builders, and the last one is IP and Brand Building. So, uh, Betaverse, they they power our Thursday spaces for IP and Brand Building. And uh, what we do on top of that is uh, we act as their spokesperson. That means whenever there is an update or anything that they want to be addressed, everything comes to our Thursday Spaces hotbox. So uh, to give an example, right, say BAYC, BAPE, right, when that happened, uh, if anything, right, on top of like, you know, this Scott Moss doing their job, they can also most definitely, and they will direct their community to our Thursday Spaces. That means like we address any concerns, uh, we share as much as we can or allow we share whatever that we are allowed to share and we basically get like conversations uh, going uh, regarding uh, anything big because I think if anything we've learned that you know builders are going to keep building and sometimes like as much as like you know we want to do everything right you know how, you know the degen insiders we want to do everything we can't do everything that's why like uh, we we basically worked out an arrangement whereby you know we act as their spokesperson and basically their point of communication, anything related to Bape. Man, you have been absolutely killing it for the last half of the year since the last time I chatted with you. It was really a pleasure to connect with Santo as well and to hear that we've already seen each other, we've already met a couple of other fashion events that I was organizing. So one thing that I expect from both of you is to meet in real life somewhere in the next half of the year before I get you to Origins XYZ back. What else can people expect from Maeve, Puke, and the whole Puke cast in the upcoming months? Quarter 3 was amazing, was massive. As you mentioned before, what else people can expect from you? Which events are you planning to attend? Which projects are you planning to support? Santo, go first before I go. <laughs> uh, so on my side, there is nothing planned uh, for now because it was two weeks of big um, uh, fashion events. So now back to work, let's say, even if it was work. Uh, we also have, like I said before, a big drop coming soon. Uh, one on Zoha, one on Dress 6. So you will know about it really soon. I will probably do the announcement next week. Here to support you, man. Cannot wait to see your drop in the upcoming weeks on Dress X. 
I'm sure it's going to be huge. For me, well, I am going to EVE Hong Kong. Uh, most definitely, I'm a media partner already. Uh, I'll be covering, I'll be a panel speaker, hopefully. Hopefully, yes, hopefully. I'll be moderating, like what Nikki does too many times now. <laughs> uh, the, the other one, obviously, that will be leading up. Man, ele- 11 freaking times in September. <laughs> I'm feeling so exhausted. 11 stages. This is like, this is killing me, but in a good way. Eleven times, bro. bro that's a that's, that's a low key flex, man. Like people say, like I do like eleven, sixteen spaces a week, but you're like, nah, nah, nah. It's not enough, man. I moderated eleven panels. This is like some next level feat right there. Mm. New way of flexing, right? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, from Eve Hong Kong, I'll be there all the way to Eight Fest. Uh, I don't, I don't know if I'll be heading to. I think it's called. Uh, the Thailand blockchain week yet but uh, yeah, yeah I think that's maybe the last one uh, I do not know if Taipei is going to be a thing yet but yeah I think very much so like uh, if uh, we do get people that want to what's it called uh, want our live coverage services then yeah I think uh, if, it's, uh, if it's reasonable we definitely want to fly over as well if not like uh, our wallets probably bleed until there's nothing left <laughs> and I'm here to end this here strong together with you. I know that you guys are working nonstop to make it happen, that you guys are completely enjoying it, and I'm here with you. Nothing but pleasure, nothing but respect for whatever you're doing in this space. I really enjoyed having you on Origins XYZ episode 44. You guys are amazing, and I cannot wait to bring you back and hear what are other achievements and other huge milestones that you have achieved on your journey. Appreciate you. Appreciate you, Santo. Appreciate you, Nikki. Thanks for having uh, me here again. Do this more often when you can. And uh, yeah, appreciate this opportunity. Uh, we have so much, we have so, so much. Though. This time you're asking me, next time I gotta ask you a lot of questions. So. <laughs> but yes, I gotta, I gotta. I feel like it's good time for me to come to PewCast one day. So let's make sure that the next time we chat with all of you, we have Puke with us, and I come to your territory, I come to your spaces and we have a conversation out there. Other than that, guys, you were amazing. Thank you everyone who joined us today. Origins XYZ will be back next Tuesday, 3 p.m. Paris time with another amazing fashion OG, Olska Green, one of the first digital fashion artists and designers representing Ekolska. Actually, Santa, you know Olska because she was the co-host with me of my fashion evening in Milan. So make sure that you come and join us. Guys, you are amazing. I love everyone. I see everyone in the metaverse. Love you guys. See you soon. <laughs>